You're listening to Creative and Passionate Cat, hosted by Antoine Errol. All right, so today we're with uh, Tanya Turner, and basically today we're going to be talking about Instagram entrepreneurship and also um, her career as model. So basically, um, for those that may not know you, can you just introduce yourself? I'm Tanya Turner. I am Canadian. I'm from Edmonton, Alberta. I have a, a website called Curvy to Curvy. It's for plus size women. And I do motivational uh, body positive speaking. Um, I have recently um, grown a very large Instagram following in the past year. And now I do a lot of sponsorships and ambassadorships for other companies. That's really cool. How, how did you get into, into that? Into Instagram? Uh, more, more into the, your journey with the website? Well, my journey for my website came from the necessity that there aren't a lot of plus size women's clothing stores out there. And I love fashion like a lot of women. And I found that there wasn't a lot of choices for plus size women. So I thought the best way to solve that was to facilitate um, a place for women to buy trendy and um, clothes that actually are made and fit plus size women. So that's where I started that journey. So is that um, clothes that you design yourself or are you an affiliate for, for different companies? I actually have been sourcing out my clothes for the last few years, but I actually am now going into the design concept of it. And I'm working with a Edmonton designer named, uh, her company is Samu Couture and her and I are working together. And right now we're getting ready to launch um, a Tanya Turner a swimsuit collection for plus size women. So I'm excited about that. So it's kind of a transition that's happening from just uh, being a supplier to being a designer now. And what, what sort of thinking like got you into that? Like, cause not everyone thinks about that, especially. <laughs> well, it's just that there isn't a lot out there and the representation too for plus size women, it's just not out there. I mean, you go to most stores and um, as a plus size women, woman, there's like not a lot there. Like there's maybe a small section of clothing that they do in extended sizes. And I mean, uh, when you're, when you're a, a person who loves fashion, it's just, it's horrible to like not have the choices that you see on other women of like regular size and you want to have those uh, styles for yourself. So I looked for companies that um, were manufacturing these. And then I found now that even it's getting better out there. The representation online is getting better. The stores are getting a bit better, but there's still not a lot out there. So I kind of wanted to move into, I've had so many things that I've wanted to buy, but haven't been able to find. And my friend Samu is just so talented that I was talking to her one day about a dress I wanted. And next thing I knew, she had taken my measurements and made it for me. And I thought, hmm, this is a partnership that might actually, <laughs> we might have something going on here. So now we're looking at working on, we're doing the swimsuits and hopefully something else in the future. What, like, what were you doing before that? Like, um, were you always an entrepreneur? Um, I was actually a stay-at-home mom. Um, I worked for my husband's, or I guess our businesses, which were in the oil field. Um, I actually did the clothing to kind of, I'm a creative person, and I was doing the books for those companies, and I just 
I found that was like a slow death. So I needed something creative and it seemed just like uh, clothing was the way to go, especially when there was such a um, missing part of the market there. Is, is that only in Canada or do you see this worldwide? It's worldwide. Okay. It's getting better that it's getting better because manufacturers or companies are starting to see that we live in a world where the majority of the women are a size 14 or over. They are, they are plus size women. And let's be clear, fashion industry thinks anyone over size six is plus size. So it's it, when you're looking at like fine fashion. So that's that's just craziness. And so um, they're finally catching up to the fact that the largest demographic customer isn't being facilitated and they're starting to jump on board, which is good. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And also you've grown your Instagram to a pretty high amount of, of followers. And basically like, how were you able to, to start a journey as well from Instagram? Because basically from what I'm hearing is that you're starting things from scratch. So where are you learning all this knowledge? Well, I have to say, I had no idea the power of Instagram a year ago. I had no clue that it was the reach that it had, the opportunities, opportunities it would bring. Um, I actually had a run-in, like a chance meeting with a woman who runs, she does marketing sales for one of the largest plus-size women clothing um, stores in Canada. And we were talking about my little company and she said that, you know, they like to collaborate with small businesses and entrepreneurial women from Canada. And she asked me what my Instagram handle was. And at the time I didn't have one. And so she said to me, how are you marketing your business, Tanya? And I said, Facebook. And she said, no, Facebook is like for old people now. It's kind of becoming mm -hmm. obsolete when it comes to marketing to to the masses now, she said, you need to be on Instagram. So I didn't really do anything for a few months. And then um, in February of last year, I started to think like, I really need to get onto this Instagram thing. So I started going online and like just researching Instagram because I really had zero knowledge of it. I mean, I had, you know, a private account with, you know, 34 of my friends and on it. So I thought uh, I'll, I'll learn what I can. And I started to consume whatever I could about Instagram. And then I started to put it to, I put it to work. And the first thing I learned about Instagram was that when you have a business like I do, um, you have to separate yourself from your business that Instagram looks more favorably on an individual than they do on a business. So uh, basically if you promote yourself, you use yourself to promote your business. And that's exactly what I did. And I, my goal was one day I'll have 5,000 followers. And um, that happened actually quite quickly and I couldn't believe it. And then 10,000, 20, 30, 40, and I'm sitting today at like 117,000 followers a year later. And I mean, I've learned so much along the way. Instagram is always changing and with with this this platform uh you have to use all of the functions that it offers like you may not like filters but you if they offer filters you need to use filters like they want you um using promoting consuming um everything that they're offering and when you do that the algorithms pick you up more and that's how you get that followership is by being seen because let's be clear when there's billions of people, billions of posts going out a day, it's hard to get noticed out there. So you have to have an idea of uh, 
how to get noticed and that's content always you need to utilize all of the um all of the features whether you like them or not <laughs> you have to use them if you want to grow your instagram and you need to be engaged with your followers so that's not just um answering people's comments that's going into your dms and and actually responding to people who are sending you questions um and you have to do that on a daily basis like i always wondered how uh like a social media manager was actually a job i couldn't understand like how someone couldn't answer their own um messages or get back to comments on their posts and then now i see that because even just even my dm box every day like you have it goes you have your spam box that it goes to and you kind of have to filter through it and it's time consuming and i realize now like how time consuming that is and i now i understand why that job exists and i respect it very much so, yeah, so what what were you doing to go from zero to five thousand? Were you using hashtag specific hashtags, or was it yes, just because like, of the pictures, or what? Like, um, what, yeah, it is definitely about using tags on your photos and hashtags. You know, it's getting getting yourself seen on Explorer is so key. And the and the way I found that you can do that is that when you're using your hashtags, you need to use hashtags that have maybe a hundred posts that are there and ones that have you know 40 million posts like the chances you're going to rank on the 40 million you know hashtag in the beginning is pretty slim but the thing is is once you start ranking in the smaller ones then you go up in the explorer and then you start ranking in those big ones where you're getting seen by so many people you know like i couldn't believe it when i in, in january like i would I was hitting over like a million five impressions in a week. Like to me, I just couldn't fathom that, that, that that was even going to be a possibility a year ago was just unbelievable. Do you find that Instagram has maybe turned you into like a celebrity? Um, I wouldn't consider myself a celebrity. And um, I, my friends, of course, friends and family joke about it, but it, it in a way it, it, it is, uh, it is kind of being like a celebrity in its own little window of the world, which I don't know how important that is. I, but I try to use this platform to spread a positive message and I get so much interaction from people, not just women, but men too, that, uh, you know, have body image issues and that feel that um, seeing me out there representing as a real person not you know no filters no not not very many professional photos like uh, my photos they take with my ipad pro like so it's the the connection with me is real because i'm an authentic person and and then when the, when you are like that businesses see you and they see that you're engaging with the average person and the average person is the, usually their customer so that's when they reach out and want to do, you know, sponsorships with you. In terms of sponsorships, what does that look like? It's not lucrative like people think. <laughs> At least not for the average person, it's not. So, um, and I mean, I can't really complain. I've only been doing this a year and I, I know some people have taken 10 years to get to 100,000 followers. So I'm not complaining at all about it. And, and um, 
monetizing it has, is not my strong suit because I'm very much a really nice person. So when you ask me to promote something, I'm usually like, hey, yeah, of course. Where a lot of people are like, no, that's going to cost you this mm -hmm. much for a story post, this much for an actual feed post. And, you know, like, here's your contract, <laughs> you know. So I have to, like, switch gears soon and learn how to monetize it a little bit better. But for now, like, um, the sponsorships that I've predominantly done have been like, uh, pro like people send you their products and then you photograph and post it. And I'm very selective because I don't post anything I don't really like because I'm one of those people I can't, I can't lie to you. And uh, when I, when I love something, I can't hide it. So <laughs> it goes both ways, but I don't like it. I, and I'll tell people that even when they ask me to promote their music, I'm like, well, I kind of need to listen to it first because if it's not my thing, which doesn't mean it's not good. It just means it's not my thing. I can't really like go out and tell the world I love it. So. Yeah. When you go live, how many people are, are watch your lives? It depends what time of day I'm doing it. You know, um, it can be in the thousands or it could be like in the hundreds. It just really does depend on when you okay. do it in the day. And I think that I'm not as structured as I should be when it comes to doing those kind of things. Like you, there's apps out there that tell you what time you should be posting, which I really mm -hmm. believe are helpful because let's be clear. If you, if the average person follows, let's say 1500 to 2000 accounts, and you post at nine o'clock when they're just starting their work day, the chances are they're not going to see that. And by the time they go on at their break at 1030 or their lunch break at noon, the other 1500 to 2000 people have posted on their feed and you are buried down at the bottom. So the chances of seeing your post is really slim to none. So timing is really important when it comes to your audience on Instagram. But what about, what about when you, you go on my video, like on Instagram, Instagram like, I'm sorry, you cut out there. Yeah, it's, yeah. So basically what happens when you go on Instagram live, like how many viewers, is it like, like you said, a hundred or a thousand or? Yeah, I find that if I do Instagram live in the evening, I get way more, like way more people watching um, and interacting with me. Whereas if I do it midday, most people are busy in their day. They don't have time to like, um, stop what they're doing yeah. to watch what, what you happen to be doing, which usually isn't anything too important. <laughs> so that's, I, I really was shocked when I first started doing live videos. Like I just couldn't believe that anybody cared what I was doing. Like I had no, you know, I've done it. I've watched other people, of course, but yeah. when it becomes yourself, you're like, really? Like <laughs> there's nothing, you know, you're sometimes it's just babbling on there's nothing exciting going on you're just kind of doing a lot and you, you have to do live videos you have to do them you should yeah. do them daily if not every other day to stay active like stay active with the algorithms do you, um like right now when you go live do you find it kind of scary because you have like so many people watching or no i've actually found it easier as as time has gone by because at first you feel so silly because you're really talking to yourself, right? Like you're talking yeah. into your iPad or your phone and you're having a conversation, one-sided conversation. And it's hard to kind of keep a conversation going with yourself. So um, I've learned that, you know, I just keep babbling on and talking about what I want to talk about. And, you know, I act as if I'm, I have someone that, you know, a friend sitting on the other side that I'm talking to. So I find it easier now and um, 
yeah, I get lots of lots of feedback um, from my lives. So uh, a lot of people like that. I'm just I'm just me. Like I'm not I'm not scripted. Even in my videos, I that's rarely that I will do things more than once because I just think that it's there when you when you. I, I'm not perfect. There's no, you know, like I don't want to portray this perfect image and this perfect, everything just always flows nicely. It doesn't, you know, sometimes you just have to go with it and just, and just the things will go wrong while you're doing a video and people can connect with that. They, they respect that because they're like, that would totally be me. You know, they, they have that connection with you because you're not so perfect that they can attain that. Yeah, for, for people that would want to connect with you, like outside of Instagram or other social platforms, where can they find you? Um, they can find my, I have my um, email address up on my bio, so they can find me there. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm not really anywhere to be, <laughs> I'm on, I'm on social media, there's not much, if you can find, if you can find me there, it's pretty much that that's where I am every day. If, if I'm going to respond to you, it's probably going to be through Instagram first and foremost, as you know, like I, I, um, I respond. If you send me a message, um, I will, and if it's nice, it's kind, mm -hmm. or if it's funny, I will eventually, or if it's business oriented, I will answer those questions. If you send me any of the other stuff, which is mm -hmm. just so unbelievable and inappropriate, yeah. I just delete and block. So um, people are really surprised. Sometimes it takes me like three, four weeks to get to some people's messages, but okay. I do respond and they're shocked when I actually do respond. <laughs> but I think if you take the time out of your day to say something nice to me, I would like to take the time out of my day to thank you. <laughs> so That makes a lot of sense. Well, I do want to thank you for the interview. That's about it. It's really short and sweet. So I just wanted to leave it like that. Yeah, of course. Thank you. It's my pleasure.